We are so excited to be joined by one of the best scooter riders in the world and definitely our favourite. Hello and welcome Cody Flom. Hey, what's going on, man? I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Cody. So Cody, before we start, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Cody Flom. Right now, I'm ranked number five in the world for scooter riding. Yeah. I've ridden for about 10 years and I've been professional traveling the world competing for about six now. So when did you first start riding and when did you realize that you were really good? Yeah, it was just from, uh, it was a common interest that my friends and I had. Yeah. We all kind of picked up the scooters at the same time, and it was a, a common language that each of us could communicate with each other with. We never took it too seriously, but after some time went on, uh, my friends kind of faded out of it, but I got pretty good, so I stuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you remember the first time that you landed a backflip? I mean, that must be pretty scary, right? I can. I can remember the day. It was uh, at a foam pit at a gymnasium. They had a ramp set up into a foam pit, and yeah. Getting upside down for the first time was quite scary, and I just bailed and fell onto like my stomach. But it was alright because it was foam. Uh, and then after that, going to uh, a wood ramp was even more scary. But I managed to pull it off. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, I say a backflip. I've seen some of the um, the tricks that you've done on YouTube. I mean, backflip is probably a pretty basic <laughs> trick for you, Cody, with all the stuff that you do, right? Tell us about some of the uh, some of the tricks that you actually do. So uh, some of the tricks that I do is a, a combination of uh, overhead scooter tricks. So you can imagine the scooter does a backflip, but I stay right side up. And yeah. also just body varial type flips. That would be when both myself and my scooter go upside down. It's a combination of both, um, and you can do them both at the same time. Yeah. It's really just a matter of uh, what your personality is, because the way I like to think of my riding style as it's uh, the personification of my personal characteristics. Yeah. So that's the way that I express myself through the tricks I do. So when did you realize that you was going to, or when did you decide that you was going to combine your your scootering skills with creating a YouTube channel as well? Because your, your YouTube channel is huge. I, I was just looking it up before we started speaking. You've had over 25 million views, right, on your YouTube channel. Yeah. That's yeah, incredible. honestly, it was never like a, a, a certain moment that I can remember where I said, I want to do this. Uh, um, on YouTube, on the social media. It just kind of all blended together. I was pursuing my passion of scootering. I love to do it. And filming it was just another avenue for me to uh, share my interest with the world. And from there, the Lord just kind of said, well, you know, if you're going to do this, then let's do it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it grew into what it is today. And it, it's uh, definitely a blessing. Yeah, so good. So let's talk about your faith. When did you first become a Christian? So I was raised in a Christian household all my life. So I knew of uh, Jesus pretty much since I was born. However, it really wasn't until the start of high school that I came to take my faith a bit more seriously. There are many instances I can remember where uh, I started to realize the love that the Lord had for me. But one instance I can remember uh, most vividly is uh, the first international trip that I went on my scooter. It was to the Scooter World Championships when I was 14. Yeah. That was actually in uh, England, yeah. believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. And I remember coming home from that trip and writing on my journal on the flight home and thinking how uh, blessed I am and how much the Lord has uh, shown His mercy and His love uh, upon my life, getting to do this thing, ride my scooter, getting to have this opportunity, this experience of a lifetime. Uh, it led me to take my faith a bit more seriously. Cody, you speak so well and you're so confident in sharing your faith. Have you always been like that? I mean, <laughs> I like to think so. Um, it's never really, I've never really thought too much of it. This is the way that I've chosen to live my life according to the standards of the Bible. Yeah. I love Jesus. 
Um, and I think of it, uh, when I talk about Jesus, it's the same as my friends or other people talking about their family or their boyfriend or their girlfriend. They love these people, so they talk about them in the same way I love Jesus, so I talk about Jesus. <laughs> How do you maintain your faith in a seemingly secular industry, Cody? Honestly, that's a great question, and I think the answer to that uh, there's a common misconception behind the answer. It seems as though many people think that there's like this list of do's and don'ts that you have to follow. Yeah. Uh, or like there's a list that says you can hang out with these people or you can't hang out with those people. But what I found to be true is that this isn't the case. I mean, Jesus associated himself with the Jews and the Gentiles. Yeah. And so what this tells me, it's not so much about who I am surrounded by, but rather it's about how I'm glorifying the Lord in any particular instance. So practically uh, what I've tried to um, do to maintain my faith in a secular industry is to make decisions beforehand. Before I go on trips, how am I going to deal with the situations that I'm going to be in? How am I going to glorify the Lord in everything that I do? Ah, Brilliant. What have been some of the best resources that you've used to help you grow in your faith? Books, man. (laughs) Reading is... (laughs) is uh it does it works wonders i uh took an interest in reading uh, books written by sound christian authors or christian pastors and more specifically one of my favorite books that i have read that i think of it as a very valuable resource to my walk with the lord is a book called kingdom man written by tony evans okay yeah. tony writes yeah. about how um uh, we as men are called to live according to god's agenda and it gives or he gives sound practical advice as to how I'm supposed to live as a steward of the time, talents, and treasures that I have been given here on earth. And that's one of my uh, all-time favorite resources apart from the Bible itself. (laughs) Yeah, that's so good. And what about podcasts? Is there any podcasts or any other preachers that you listen to as well that you'd recommend, Cody? I I do listen to uh, Truth For Life. Uh, quite often, Alistair Begg, yeah, uh, his articulation and the way that he uh, phrases familiar concepts is like, it just like, it's kind of inspiring because you think of it like a musician's medium of communicating with his audience is through their instrument, their music. Yeah. Um, but Alistair understands that his medium of communicating with his audience is through his words. So sometimes he'll use words that I've never even heard of and then I have to look it up. <laughs> yeah. And as a result of that, it brings me to almost like a new understanding of a familiar concept. I oh, love it. Yeah. We love Alistair Begg as well. We're actually blessed to have him teach 1 Timothy for us on Expositable Word, Cody. You'd have to check that out. Dude, that's the- I will. So, Cody, if someone was listening to this right now and they wanted to know more about how they could become a Christian, what would you say to them? Well, first I would say that uh, you are loved by the creator of the universe and that God loves you so much that he gave his only son, Jesus, to die for you so that you could spend eternity with him in heaven. And also after that, I would encourage you to come before the Lord in prayer and to say that you believe that Jesus is Lord and that you believe he died for you, for you on the cross mm-hmm. and so that you could spend eternity with him and that you want to give your life to him. John 3.16 says that God's, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So uh, just a reminder that Jesus is the only way to uh, that sweet and perfect connection to God the Father. So good. Such a good reminder, Cody. Thank you. Cody, if any of the listeners want to reach out to you, um, I know you're you're on Instagram and your YouTube channel. What, What are those handles, Cody? It's just my name. So on Instagram and YouTube, it's both the same. It's C-O-D-Y and then F as in Frank, L-O-M as in Mary, Cody Flom. 
Perfect. Cody, thank you so much for your time. Love talking to you, buddy. You as well, man. Hopefully see you soon. Yeah, thank you, Cody.